1: Anymore, this love has run its course. It's time to march into my future.
0: Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Jenna, from the nation's capital, where we continue to just wake up every day with an opportunity to thrive and to keep being the best that we can be. There's been a lot happening in the news for the last week or so, but there's a lot happening in the news for the last two years. (laughs) There's nothing we can do about it. But I do believe that the quality and the nurturing aspects of who we are is at at bay. We need to bring, I don't want to say a feminine value system or quality and think that it's just a woman's value or or quality, but I think something that has meaning and purpose and and is patient and understanding and caring. And I have to tell you, uh, we were having a conversation about First Lady Um, Melania Trump and we were just looking at the way she carries herself and we're just having a thought about what it must be like to be in front of the limelight and to be uh, scrutinized and, and just always you know, looked upon. But yet I can only say that the only images that we keep getting is just a woman that holds her ground, knows her role, knows her part and moves forward. I don't know whatever else is going down beneath. I posted something called the anger iceberg, which I got from Unify, a wonderful organization. And a lot of times what's at the surface is just 10 or 20% of what's actually in the soul. And so with this thing called the anger iceberg, uh, you could have some anger at top, but at the bottom is more the experience of feeling embarrassed, scared, frustrated, distrustful, attacked, guilt, annoyed, exhausted, anxious. All these feelings that we think we're containing and hiding is still vibrating in our system. And I believe that we are moving towards an age where we're going to get out of all of that. We're going to move away from that because that can only feed from us as long as it can. The innate original quality and truth of the inner being is purity and love and power. And that is coming up. That is going to surface at some point. And if any of the waste or limited levels of thinking is in the way, it's going to feel uncomfortable at the beginning. But hang tight because we're going to have a breakthrough. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. Hold the line because we're going to be having a heart-to-heart with Kelly McNeil. And before we get Kelly on the air, we're going to turn to our amazing Sister Gita and then take you
2: into a beautiful meditation. Sister Gita? Wow, well, greetings to all of us. And it takes an amazing soul to recognize an amazing person.
0: Huh? <laughs> okay, I'm going to accept that.
2: <laughs> okay, I am touched to read once again a strong woman versus a woman of strength. So here we go. A strong woman works out every day to keep her body in shape. But a woman of strength builds relationship to keep her soul in shape. A strong woman, listen to what a strong woman does, isn't afraid of anything, but a woman of strength shows courage in the midst of her fears. A strong woman won't let anyone get the better of her, but a woman of strength gives the best of her to everyone. A strong woman makes mistakes and avoids the same in the future. However, a woman of strength realizes life's mistake can also be unexpected blessings and capitalizes on them. A strong woman wears the look of confidence in her face, but a woman of strength wears grace. A strong woman has faith that she is strong enough for the journey, but. A woman of strength has faith that it is in the journey that she will become strong. Hello, women of strength. Have a grand day and also to the strong women. Om Shanti. These two meditation
3: practices allow you to be present in the here and now. Not in the past, worrying about things that are over. Not in the future, worrying about things that might be. Right in the present. Because right here, And right now, you're okay. Let's begin with here. So make sure you're sitting comfortably and close your eyes or leave them half open if you wish. Begin by having a sense of where you are. Are you outdoors or are you in a building? Feel the temperature of this environment. Listen to the sounds in the distance. And what do you hear nearby? Notice everything without judging it, without commenting in your mind. Now sense your body, starting with your toes and slowly working your way up. Become aware of the soles of your feet and your ankle bones. Feel the bend in your knees. Feel where your hands are and whether your fingers are curled over or straight. Feel where your body makes contact with the furniture. Notice the curve in your spine in your lower back middle of your back, the curve in your neck, notice the angle of your head, and whether your teeth are together or slightly apart. Texture of your clothing on your skin. Notice the temperature of your body. Notice how still your body is and how calm you are. Be present to your body here in this place. For a few more moments, rest.
0: Hope that took you in the place that was here for you and now from Carmen Warrington on her meditation CD here and now. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. Um, I'm Sister Jenna. We had a beautiful poem by Sister Gita just now about what is a powerful woman and what's a strong woman. Very, very beautiful. Today, we're happy to welcome Kelly McNeils, who is the founder of woman for One, a place where women from 50 countries share their powerful stories with the world. Over 500 truth-tellers, as Kelly calls them, have answered her call to action. Make life happen by sharing your messy brilliance. Their stories range from the devastating to the delightful and everything in between. Kelly's a firm believer that there's no such thing as TMI, too much information. Formerly a nonprofit and small business consultant, Kelly now travels the world as a speaker, teacher and workshop facilitator, empowering women to find their voices and discover their true power. She has interviewed many prominent global change makers on the importance of cultivating our own inner wisdom and Truth-Telling Voices. Kelly's first book, The Messy Messy Truth, will be published in the fall of this year. Today we're honored to welcome Kelly McNeil's to the America Meditating Radio. Hi, Kelly, and welcome.
4: Hello. Thank you for having me. What a beautiful meditation.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. I'm so (laughs) glad.
4: I am too. It's been an incredible gift to me personally. It's been a wonderful journey this past six, six or seven years.
0: You know, a few friends of ours we were meeting yesterday and we were discussing um, Melania's Trump and her body language and we were all thinking about what it must be like to be her and to be in her mm-hmm. shoe right now. And we couldn't find the words um, to really express it because there's so much like, you know, she's so held back and she's so contained. And yet we look at the other part of her partnership with somebody who seems to be so aggressive that the media the way the media portrays that personality as being very aggressive as well as what we might see. And I kind of wonder, you know, what is it that you think women might be saying about her? Because we basically just sat in meditation and sent her lots of love and good wishes.
4: Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. such a beautiful question and something I think all women, all of us um, need to contemplate because I have a a deep compassion for all women women that have been raised to be portrayed like she is, where she's more held back. And like you said, the media portrays her husband. So I believe that the more that we as women can support, inspire, and uplift one another to be able to cover that voice, even if it's through body language, a voice to me is everything in all of ourselves, all about who we are, how we express ourselves, world, you know, we can help one another, inspire each other by feeling less alone, by sharing our stories and ultimately finding our true power inside each of us, just like that poem said about a woman of strength. It's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you. Well, you know, you're so passionate about helping women discover their own voices. And I think that's the way that you began Women for One. But how did you access your own voice, first
4: of all? Well, you know... They say you do what you need, right? You create what you you truly need. And I believe a lot of us in society, you know, as women are brought up to make nice and nurture and caretake. And I'm the same way. I'm approaching 50, and I was raised by a mother that was raised that way as well, to really just keep the peace. And through some other functional issues that I had in my childhood, including um, incest and sex other sexual abuse i really buried that voice i buried my power so as i started raising my own children i started getting this intuitive like this isn't the life you're supposed to be living this hit i sat down and meditated daily for a couple of years over and over asking getting curious asking questions about how i could take back my life and discover my voice and it was baby steps truly. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. but baby steps to move forward. And then I, I also knew I wanted to share my thoughts. So I wanted to write and I worked with a coach and a therapist and I started writing and every day I'd sit down and meditate and follow my intuition. And I heard the words women for one one day and I got mm-hmm. the URL and I started a small little blog writing about great things women were doing. And as I started just taking baby steps and putting myself out there, this incredible movement and community of women came to me to help me discover my own voice.
5: Mm,
4: wow. Well, well,
0: that's something about women, isn't it? I mean, there's a part of us where we really galvanize around <clears throat> each other. I think one of the areas that we might perhaps need to pay more attention to is the fact that we need to stay, <clears throat> galva- stay galvanized stay connected, stay committed to each other's uprising. The other day we were talking about, I always tell people publicly, I mean, I don't think I'd do it now, but I told, honestly, I'm okay with having the kids taking care of the house, keeping myself beautiful, entertaining, and taking care of husband and all of that. But if he starts to disrespect me and he doesn't bring home you know, the, the funding that creates the kind of lifestyle that I dream about, then I might have to go out there and put the food on the table. But then again, I should gain my power back. I should have a very strong voice. And one of the things in Indian culture or maybe in developing countries with their cultures is that women forget that if she then has to step up in the family and go out and get a job, and take care of all of, you know, her rights in the house, that she shouldn't feel that she's still, you know, the woman behind the scenes, that she has no voice. I think that when she goes out and works and starts to really make things happen, I believe that her voice should be even stronger, if not even the, the voice to have in the house. I get a lot of conflicting responses when I say that, uh, because what I'm basically saying is I feel that our vibration as a woman is so different gentle and pure and powerful but if upon being in a relationship that isn't recognized that isn't honored that isn't served as per the way it's supposed to be that I don't want to be subjugated to you know some old traditional values which are no longer valid so the point that I'm making is when we look at women for one and we look at women opening up their voices is it i mean how do you see a woman opening up her voices, is it her telling her story or is it her standing for a truth or is it both?
4: Yes, it's both. And I loved everything you said and I believe that your voice really comes from that inner strength, you know, the woman of strength. It it, it doesn't Mm -hmm. come from any external circumstances. And so if we can take a look as women of, of, of all the experiences and as I call them stories that... We've chosen to tell ourselves about who we are, what we experienced in our past, what we are planning to do in our future. That is how I think we could, can discover our voice and our power. If we're not going to mm-hmm. get curious about those and really gain the wisdom necessary and move out of that perceived victimhood that a lot of times we self-impose on ourselves, we're not yeah. going to be able to find our power no matter if we're working out of the home or in the home. Um, I think it's, it's really an internal decision that we need to make.
0: How do we come to a recognition that we can begin to really tell our stories and, and weave maybe new stories? I mean, how do we know?
4: You know, I- I'm still discovering that. Um, I think Uh definitely taking the baby steps. You know, for example, I've had a lot of women come to our community, and for years have been reading all of the stories submitted and all of the interviews that I've done and conversations I've had with women who really I feel have taken those great steps to discovering their power and voice. And the everyday women. It's not just the powerful change makers that we hear about. It's I think some of those strongest women in the world are those everyday women that are, are making their lives happen and discovering their passion and their joy and purpose. So I have a lot of women that in our community that don't share right away. They're just reading. And they summon up the courage when it's time for them. You know, they allow themselves to read the stories and feel less alone. They allow themselves to read experiences and be inspired to take action in their lives. So I don't think they necessarily always have to dive right in and share everything to discover their truth. I think it's more of a a long process of life, right, and discovering wisdom, as as you would say.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. I find it very interesting, you know. We're so strong internally, and I think that if we push ourselves too much externally we might lose something that's innately given as a gift by God.
4: Do you agree? (laughs) I don't don't know about that. I'd have to know a little bit more about what that means for you. So if we pushed ourselves externally more?
0: It just means, I'll give you some examples, and mm -hmm. this is somebody that I respect and love tremendously, Um, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton where Mm -hmm. um, she has stood in her power as a mother, as a wife, uh, on so many levels. And when I intuitively, when I intuitively go into her being, I sometimes wish that more of that subtle, nurturing, loving quality would have come through.
4: I understand what you're saying now. I absolutely agree with that. Yes, because I feel like a lot of times when we push into that, masculine space, it's not, you know, and mm-hmm. to be successful in the world, we're negating mm. that, that, that innate feminine nature that is even more powerful, I believe, and, and, and that we all have it, men and women, like you just spoke about at the beginning of the show. Um, I completely agree with that. And I think the way of the new feminine is the integration of both that feminine and masculine piece in each of us to be able to really Walk that line and balance it and be, stand strong in our, our, that, that beautiful power of the feminine in each of us while going out. hmm. Well, you know, what can we expect for
0: Women for One, especially on your website? There's so much opportunities for people to engage in conversation, to meet with you, to talk with you. What are some of the upcoming items that you have on
4: your plate? Well, we we have um, several free um, challenges that I love that people can start engaging with our community. We have a seven-day challenge to making life happen, which has just simple exercises to have you take baby steps in your life to discover your voice and to get to know who we are and learn about our community. We're very active on social media. We also have some um, other toolkits on our site as well, how to have a hard conversation, which in the past year or two, we've had to have a lot of them, either politically um, or about our belief systems. So uh, that was an organic um, need from my community. They asked me to, to create it, so I did that. And we also have a very large course, a six-week module that will di- – six weeks six – week, oh, excuse me, 6 weeks modules that will dive you into learning how to claim – several experiences and stories to understand the, and gain the wisdom that you need to move forward in your life. And we have great conversations. I love speaking with people that have really overcome obstacles and moved forward in their lives so that we can all better be inspired and understand how to do that.
0: Beautiful. And could you leave us with where we can get information on you on your website?
4: Sure. It's um, womenforone.com. So it's women, dot com, And we're on all social media as well.
0: Beautiful. Leave us with a life quote about what you think would make a woman the most beautiful energy ever. Embrace your messy brilliance. <laughs> Love that. Well, I will that's do the name today. of my book,
4: Your Messy Brilliance. <laughs> I heard. We can't wait to have
0: you on when it gets released. Please let us know. Yes. Looking forward to that. Thank
4: you so much for having me. You're
0: welcome, Kelly. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Take care. So whatever it might
4: be that actually pushes you to
0: bring your voice to the surface, take a baby step, as Kelly said. Just start with a little bit at a time. You don't know what the destiny has recorded for you to move into a place of brilliance. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio. That was Kelly McNeil. For more information on her, go to woman for One. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. And thanks to the Arco-Iris Foundation, we're able to offer you America Meditating Radio show today by with Kelly McNeilis. Take care, everyone. All the very best. Over 30,000 homeless children live in the streets of La Paz, Bolivia. Most of these children live on the bridges and cemeteries or wherever they can find shelter. They eat whatever they can find, steal or beg. Father Joseph Maria Neuenhofer, a German priest, has dedicated his entire life in helping these children. For the last 23 years, Foundation arco Iris, founded and led by Father Neuenhofer, has helped thousands of these children in providing shelter, food, education and medical care through the Foundation's hospital. For more information and to donate to Foundation Arco Iris, go to www.arcoirisamerica.org. Take a break. Breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000. For over 31 years, Brahma Kumaris in the United States has been transforming lives. This summer, Brahma Kumaris is honored to host Sister Shivani June 20th through July 9th on her first ever North American tour where she will share her simple wisdom and meditation style in 14 cities. An engineer by profession, Sister Shivani presents a logical yet comfortable way of adopting spirituality. The tour includes Great Neck, New York, Westchester, New York, Edison, New Jersey, Toronto and Brampton, Ontario, Dayton, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, Danbury, Connecticut, Tampa, and Orlando, Florida. With a grand finale at Peace Village, the Brahma Kumaris Retreat Center in the breathtaking Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. Looking forward to meeting each one of you who has become a part of the beautiful Awakening family. Don't miss this special event. Tickets are free. Register now at bkawakening2017.org.